Hi, everyone. I'm Aura Ogorian with ACAP Advisors and Accountants, and welcome to another edition of the ACAP Recap, where we give you quick financial and tax tips. And these are based on hot topics going on right now, or actually questions that we receive from clients. In today's episode, we're going to talk about 529 plans and how you can spend the money in 529 plans. A lot of times I get questions from people, from clients on what are some eligible expenses that you can use 529 plans for and what are some ineligible expenses. So we're going to talk about that in this episode. But before we begin, remember to subscribe, like, and share our channel. And if there's a topic that you want us to cover, be sure to include it in the comment section below or send us a message. Welcome back. Before we begin, I want to point out that this video is actually not going to be about 529 plans and the benefits of 529 plans. If you want to learn more about what a 529 plan is and the benefits of them, I recommend that you look at my video I did earlier, the nine reasons why you should choose a 529 plan. Instead, this video is only going to focus on the expenses that you're allowed to pay with a 529 plan. So what are some eligible expenses? A lot of times I get questions from clients on, can I use a 529 plan to buy a car for my, uh, uh, my child when they go to college? Or can I use it to pay their rent? Or can I use it to pay uh, other expenses like healthcare expenses? Well, we're gonna dive right into those and explain what are some expenses that you can use and what are some expenses that you cannot pay for with the 529 plan. The first expense you can pay for with a 529 plan that also happens to be the largest for most people is tuition and fees. You're able to use a 529 plan to pay for 100% of tuition and fees as long as it's a tuition and fee that's imposed by the college or the university. And also you don't have, the student does not have to be a full-time student. They can be a part-time student and still have 100% of tuition and fees paid for with their 529 plan. Also, the student does not have to be in person. It could be a virtual course that they're taking at a college or university, as long as it's accredited college and university. Uh, lastly, as part of the tax, the tax Cuts and Jobs Act, now parents are able to use up to $10,000 a year to pay for K through 12 education with their 529 plans. Now, a side note is that you wanna make sure that your state that you're living in conforms to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. So for example, in California, California does not conform to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act with a K through 12 distribution. That means that on a federal level, you're able to take out $10,000 and pay for college education or K through 12 education. But on a state level, you're gonna to have to pay tax and penalties on that $10,000 withdrawal. So you wanna make sure that your state conforms or if they don't, make sure that you evaluate all the, the repercussions of taking that money out of your 529 plan. Another expense that can be used with the 529 plan money is for books and supplies. Now for books and supplies, it can only be used for books or textbooks or supplies that are specifically required by the university. A good example would be something that's in the syllabus for the, uh, for the student. If it's in the syllabus that they have to buy a particular textbook, that would be covered. But anything that's beyond that, that's not specifically required by the university or the college would not be an eligible expense as a distribution from the 529 plan. Now, 
when you take the money out of the 529 plan, they're not going to specifically ask you, is this required by the school? It's, re it's your responsibility as the owner of the 529 plan to make sure that it's an eligible expense. And if it's not eligible, then you are going to be subject to tax and penalties on the growth of that money. The next big expense that could be paid with 529 plan funds are room and board. Room and board would include uh, on-campus housing, also off-campus housing that's owned by the university. Uh, also, again, as I mentioned, that student does not have to be full-time. They could be part-time as well, and it would still cover for room and board. If the student wants to live off-campus and it's not university housing, they can still have the, the 529 plans pay for it, but it cannot exceed what the allotted amount that the university would have um, uh, allocated for student housing. So, for example, if the university said that student housing is going to be $10,000 a year, then you cannot spend more than $10,000 a year on off-campus housing that's not uh, part of the, the university or the college. Uh, also, what you can pay for with 529 plans is if you're on campus housing and it includes a meal plan, the 529 plan would cover that meal plan, but it wouldn't cover it if you're living off campus and you have to pay for meals separately. It would not cover those expenses. Another expense that could be used with 529 plan funds are for computer and related equipment. So for example, if the school required the student to buy a particular laptop, you can use a 529 plan to pay for that laptop. Also, if the school required or a course required a particular software, again, you can use 529 plans to pay for that software and it would be an eligible expense. Now it has to be whatever software or computer you buy, it has to be for the beneficiary of the student that's enrolled in the university. So that's one of the main criteria is to make it an eligible expenditure from a 529 plan. Now, what would not be covered are uh, software such as gaming software or anything that's non-educational in nature. If the school requires a student activity fee and it's part of the enrollment process, that too would also be covered with the 529 plan. It would be an eligible expenditure, but it has to be required by the school for it to be an eligible expenditure. As a result of the SECURE Act, now you can use up to $10,000 in a lifetime to pay for student loan payments or student loan interest with 529 plans. So now they would be considered eligible expenses. But keep in mind, that's for a lifetime. Uh, another benefit of that is that you can use it for a sibling as well. So that $10,000 would apply for one student and apply another $10,000 for another student. But the same lifetime exemption would apply for each of the students that you're using that $10,000 for. Now let's talk about a provision of a 529 plan that's very rarely discussed, but it's super important. And that's called the Adjusted Qualified Education Expense, also the AQEE. If the amount that you withdraw from your 529 plan to pay for expenses, even if they're legitimate, is beyond or above the Adjusted Qualified Education Expense, or the AQEE, then that amount's gonna be taxable to you and there's gonna be penalties as well. Now, the, the calculation to do that is pretty convoluted. I would highly recommend that you first look at IRS Publication 970 that will give very detailed examples of how to calculate the Adjusted Qualified Education Expense and then at what point does any withdrawals, even legitimate withdrawals, that would be taxable to you as a parent or as an account holder. Now let's talk about some of the expenses that are not eligible for 529 plan withdrawals. Those include travel related expenses. It's travel to and from the university uh, from where the child lives. Uh, car expenses are not allowed, gas and fuel expenses, 
off-campus housing if it's above the university allowance, as I mentioned earlier. Any kind of insurance, including health insurance, is not an allowed eligible deduction. Uh, college application fees, so if the student is applying for college and they're paying application fees, which are super expensive and it can really add up. Unfortunately, that's not covered for 529 plan expenditures. Uh, also test prep fees, which is surprising. That's not also covered uh, as an eligible expense for 529 plans. And then lastly, health club uh, fees. And I know it seems kind of strange, but that's a question we get uh, from clients and uh, potential, potential clients of whether health club fees are covered. And unfortunately, they are not covered and not an eligible expense for 529 plans. Thank you for joining me for another edition of the ACAP Recap. Uh, please remember to subscribe, like, and share our channel. And if there's a topic that you want us to cover in a future episode, be sure to include it in the comment section below or send us a message and we'll make sure to cover it in a future episode.